Welcome to CalCast, your creator national podcast. News, episode 94. Welcome, GNN fans, to another episode of God Network News, the podcast that tells you what God's doing around the world, not what CNN tells you, but what GNN tells you is going on in the world. If you're tired of listening to all of that crisis network news and you want to hear what God's doing, well, give us a listen. Welcome once again, God Network News fans, to another episode that is part of a new series that my wife and I were able to record and interview some incredible stories from the Middle East. We were able to meet with several workers uh, doing church planting work in the region and just ministering to people. And wow, what amazing things that God is doing amongst Arabs in the Middle East. It's incredible. And I want to bring this to you as a series so the next 12 episodes will be testimonies from these uh, incredible workers that are doing amazing miracles through the power of God as they pray for people's needs and seeing people come to Christ. So without further ado, I want to launch right into the next episode in this wonderful set of stories. God Network News fans. We've got another wonderful story from Andrew from the Middle East. Uh, We are uh, here with him, and we were just looking at a few uh, pictures that uh, my wife Carol had when we were uh, doing some teaching with him and some of his team members. And so exciting to look back uh, at the years of preparation and what the Lord has been doing since that time has been nothing short of incredible. And so we have another great story that Andrew's going to tell us about a brother who came from a Muslim background and how he was involved in his life and his uh, commitment and, and ongoing discipleship uh, in the Lord. So Andrew, tell us this story. Yeah, so um, we moved over to the nation that we're in uh, about three years ago now. And before going, uh, we had talked to just missionaries on the ground. And the common um, the common thought was that there were only 12 to 40 known local believers in our nation, uh, mm-hmm. in this nation that we live in. Yeah. Only 12 to 40, um, you know, in the entire nation. So coming uh, over to this place, we just uh, didn't know would we ever— get connected with any of those, you know, 12 to 40 known believers. Um, Cause even, you know, 
when they say no, and it's really, they're still so underground because, yeah. you know, if a, if a former Muslim turned Christian uh, in this nation, you know, gets found out by the government, they just, uh, there's a lot of repercussions. There's a lot of negative things that, that happen to them, uh, getting kicked out of their family and yeah. losing job opportunities. And it just really ruins your life in a lot of, you know, temporal ways. Yeah. Um, so uh, we didn't know if we'd get connected to any of them or not. Um, but very early on into our time here, uh, we had some visitors um, come out just to support us and what we were trying to do here as we begun our time. And one night we uh, just prayed, um, me and the other guy who uh, was on our team, we prayed, where should we go tonight, God? What should we do? And we simply just felt that we should go to this hot spring um, just to have a good time. And there's locals that were at, that go to this hot spring a lot as well. But we just felt just to simply go and have a good time. So me, uh, the guy on my team, and a few other guys end up going to this hot spring. And while we are there, um, I just feel led to just offer prayer to these group of Muslims who are in the hot spring with us uh, for healing. And none of them really need healing um, except for just this one guy out of a group of like 12 um, or so. One guy says he gets pain sometimes in his leg. So I was just praying for that, even though he didn't have pain in that moment. Um, and then, you know, stopped praying and they didn't seem too hungry or interested in learning more about Jesus or anything like that. So that was pretty much it um, from what we thought. So we were just sitting in this uh, hot spring. And before we know it, one of the local guys leans over and says in English um, that he was at a conference recently. And he kind of whispers it so his friends couldn't hear. And mm -hmm. we were like, a, a conference, really? Um, what? was it a good, like, did you have fun? And we were just kind of really confused at his random comment. And he said, yeah, I had a really good time. And we were like, what, what was this conference? And he begins to share that he was in another country and, uh, attended a Christian conference. Mm -hmm. Um, and this was the local guy, you know, uh, Muslim nation. Um, so we were just kind of really confused and shocked and through just whispering to us in this hot spring, uh, we realized that this guy had gotten saved. He had mm -hmm. uh, left Islam and come to Jesus um, and had attended a Christian conference. He flew wow. to Europe uh, somewhere just to attend a Christian conference mm -hmm. and kind of get out of his culture so he mm -hmm. could be a little more free for a week or so. Mm -hmm. um, so right then in that moment, we realized, wow, we are in the right place at the right time, getting connected with one of the maybe 12 or to 40 known, you know, believers yeah. in the entire nation. Yeah. Um, so this was just a wild moment. So um, I get connected with them, me and my friend, and we begin just to meet up with them more and just to hear more of his story and just see, are you plugged into a community of believers? Are you getting discipleship? Do you need discipleship? And really just, you know, move forward uh, with him in that way. And with meeting with him, we quickly realized that um, he had gotten saved uh seven years prior. So he'd been mm -hmm. saved for a long time. And mm -hmm. his story of getting saved was, um, this really shows the power of the written word. He uh, was, he knew one expat in the nation uh, who was a believer. And the believer was uh, out in his little porch area reading his Bible one day uh, when uh, this local guy came by. Uh, we'll, just, we'll call him Ahmed. Mm -hmm. um, and Ahmed came by and just asked, what are you reading? And the expat said, I'm reading the Bible. Would you like to read with me? So Ahmed began to read and uh, he began to read just parts in the um, in the Gospels where Jesus is inviting his disciples to follow him um, for the first time. And as Ahmed read the words of Jesus um, to his first few disciples where he says, come, follow me, 
Um, as soon as he read those words, Ahmed felt like it was for him. Um, mm. the, the words, just he, how he described, just jumped out of the page, and it wow. felt like it was for him, that Jesus was calling him, saying, come, follow me. Wow, so ever since then, he uh, made the jump and uh, committed to following Jesus, um, but is really still... Um, doesn't know how to go about it with his family, doesn't know how to tell right, them. So he's right. very much um, Muslim in the eyes of his culture still, mm-hmm. um, but is fully committed to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that was his story. But ever since then, he just hadn't had any Christian community, really any discipleship. So you mm. still had been technically, you know, came to Jesus seven years prior, but with pretty much no discipleship yeah. other than just yeah. worship songs off YouTube and, mm-hmm. you know, occasionally reading the Bible. Yeah. So it was an amazing um, just connection that the Lord, the Lord really orchestrated because he needed uh, younger guys his age to just give him community, to walk with yeah. him, to just help him just further his faith. Uh, so we began to do that, began to meet with him, uh, doing Bible studies. And it was just really an amazing time. We were, we were super excited to have the opportunity to pour into him. Um, And then uh, just through conversation and discipleship, we realized that he had never been baptized um, Mm. and he desired it. We taught him a little bit about what it was and he really wanted just to make that step of just, uh, yeah, water baptism and making that profession of faith. Um, But in, you know, our country, that's not a thing you can do publicly. You can't uh, just go to any body of water, you know, with anyone walking around um, because you would just get in a lot of trouble for that. So um, we had to just one evening as it was getting dark, we had to go to a secluded spot in this beach area. Um, and we went into the ocean. We had a prayer time beforehand and, uh, we had the privilege of baptizing him. And it was just such an incredible moment for me, uh, personally, just seeing a former Muslim who decided to follow Jesus, you know, just go under the water and come back up. And this, the picture, uh, that mental picture, that memory that I have of that, just has forever just, you know, put faith in my heart of yeah. like, if if we can see one person, you know, Amen. fully making this decision, why can't we see a lot, you know, Amen. a lot of people in this area. So it really just um, filled me up with so much faith uh, that moment and was such an amazing moment for him as well. And he's still on his journey, still, you know, um, going after the Lord, but still struggling with, you know, what do I do with family? What do I do with right. my culture? You know, I, I'm too scared things. to tell my family that I'm a Christian. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to do. Um, so he's still really just on the tough path that, um, Muslim yeah. background believers face, you know, yeah. in their day-to-day life. Um, but yeah, really just incredible. And, um, yeah, I, I think one last takeaway that I take from this is just, the Lord's desire to further people in their faith, you know, out of the entire nation, what are the odds that we would have met randomly, you know, one of the 12 to 40 known believers, but the Lord just put us in the right place at the right time and just desire to use us in that way. So um, it's really encouraging. That is really amazing. What an amazing story. Yeah. It reminds me so much of the story of Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch, you know, and how, Philip was praying and God just translated, put him in exactly the spot where he needed to be. And he was sitting there reading the scriptures. And the Ethiopian comes by, what are you doing? I'm reading the scriptures about, you know, the Messiah and all this. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> and well, actually, it was the, that's right. It was the Ethiopian that was reading, and but he didn't understand, right? Yeah, and the right. Lord sent that, uh, sent Philip to him to explain the scriptures. Yeah. And then he says, you know, well, what's 
what's to stop me from being baptized right now? Right, you know? right. So that is so cool. And then he baptizes him. Yeah, exactly. And it just is, again, it just shows that um, God is still <laughs> making the Bible happen. Yeah. You know, today, it isn't just 2,000 years ago, uh, uh, you know, with the disciples or something. It's still God's disciples that are willing to be obedient to him, the radical, simple faith, and go to the places where God's at and God is wanting us to come and, and share in what he's doing in people's lives. You were there at the right place at the right time. You know uh, how the Bible says that some plant, some water, and some harvest, you know. Right. You were in that process for him in a key moment of of his need. And uh, um, the Lord, yeah, put you there. So that was, that's just an incredible story. Uh, it's amazing blessing once again to be placed into that that kind of a situation mm -hmm. and to be used to the Lord in that way. Right. And uh, who knows what is going to happen with this brother as he goes on and shares his faith with other friends and people that are interested and hungry. Um, you know, he's going to multiply, I'm sure, right. uh, his faith to other people. So that's wonderful. Andrew, thank you very much for that exciting and uh, real faith-building story. Yeah. And once again, it just speaks of of stepping out in faith and and um, going where the Lord tells you to go and and going against your human desires, maybe to rest or have entertainment or do something fun. And sometimes, actually, <clears throat> you you do that. You go out and you you know go with friends and do something fun, and God brings a situation and you step out and you're intentional about right, it that right. that's a real um, word uh, that's I think goes throughout all of these stories is intentionality being intentional exactly. and stepping out in faith yeah. and and just asking people do you have any needs uh, Jesus uh, it's important to Jesus yeah. that that uh, he uh, reach out to you and reach out to your needs he's that kind of a God yeah. so that's incredible. Great story. Thank you me. so much for that story again, Andrew. Uh, thank you for coming and sharing with our audience. No problem. Thanks for having me.